Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. With us today is Andrea Billig. She is the founder of Self publishingmastery.com. She's a self-publishing expert, and she's also a book publishing coach, just exactly who we need. Welcome, Andrea. Oh, thank you so much, Claudia, for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you today. Thank you. Okay, so for we were talking about how important it is as an author when you're getting started. You know, a lot of authors feel like when they've completed their book that the hard part is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a, that's definitely a hard part to, to complete a book, especially if you're writing a novel. I know how much time and effort because I'm, a, I write novels as well. Um, but yeah, one, one of the most common mistakes I see with the aspiring or new authors is just they wait until the manuscript is, re- is ready and eventually professionally edited, which by the way, don't forget about that. That's very important. Editing and proofreading. And then they said, okay, now I have a book. I'll put it up on Amazon. And uh, that's, that's the launch. That's the book launch. And then nobody buys the book because actually nobody sees the book. So um, typically you should start about marketing your book about six months in advance, at least. Because if you're just starting out, you don't have that audience. So you have to build either build the audience, and that takes time, especially with the algorithms nowadays on social media. They want you to pay uh, or be smart enough, or if you have like a ton of money, hire book publicists that would put you, you know, on uh, on shows and podcasts and interviews and tap into an existing audience. But it's all about building this this audience first while you are writing the book. Yeah. So, if especially if you've written a, um, well, I guess it it relates to either a nonfiction book or a novel, mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. you think that people are going to find you because maybe Amazon put you in a particular, or you put yourself on a particular category yeah. on Amazon, and they'll find you that way, but that's not how it works. No, not really, because you know how many people are in that category? <laughs> Actually, there are, sometimes there are thousands of people. So um, I use a tool. Can I give a name? Yes, Can I please. give the name? The publisher rocket by uh, uh, from you know oh, you know what I'm talking about. I do, um, Dave. Dave Chesson, the Kindlepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. He's great. So he is. And uh, and yeah. Oftentimes when I do the research for a title, I see over one thousand titles competing in that category, and you know they don't even bother to see how many after you they reach the threshold one thousand. So yeah, you're competing against other books. So you need to do what you need to do to get in in front of people. And um, um, why am I? Why am I saying that building this audience is so important? Because I actually I have a a very, very good example. So I worked this past year with Lori Ladd. She's um, she's a spiritual teacher, people who are interested in spirituality might know her. 
she's been building like organically a following about 1 million people around the world. So she's on Instagram, she's on uh, YouTube and she's on Facebook. And, um, but she did it by putting out videos daily, sometimes twice a day. I'm not saying that's what you need to do, but I just want to show you the power of having this audience. So she has these people and then she kind of, um, uh, she has a Patreon community. So a part of this, uh, like 10% of these people are in his, in her Patreon. And then when we did uh, her first book launch, we kind of tapped into an audience she already had and who they were eager, they were hungry for this book. So she's done tremendous, tremendously well with just one book because she had this audience. So then we were able to use them as beta readers. We were able to use them as part of the book launch. Um, when we put the book on pre-order, the day the book became available on Amazon, she had reviews ready to go. So that was a success. But she, I think I, I, it was easy for me because she had an audience. All I had to do was leverage the audience. But when you don't have it, well, then you have to be really clever about how to either get it or, as I said, find other audiences that are interested in what you're doing, kind of bring it into your camp and help you. And you said six months in advance, which I'm I'm a big proponent of that, but that comes as a surprise to a lot of of authors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ideally, you know, like even a even a year, because as I said, right now if you if you count on okay, I wanna do social media and I, I'm going to build my audience there and then uh get them on my website to subscribe to my newsletter so I get I can get those emails and you know be able to reach those people because what happens that's important to, to keep in mind because facebook closed my personal profile because actually somebody hacked into my profile to use my business account and run ads and i think they messed up with 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 stuff so my personal profile was connected to my pages and my business account so i wasn't able to access anymore uh, anything so that's why it is important to um, to have your website and to be able to capture people's emails because if those social media channels they kick you out or they just for some reason they don't exist the next day you're losing all all your fan base so um I think I'm going off a tangent. No, so. that makes it makes a lot of <laughs> sense and, and and there's so many different things you can do in order to book market but that seems to be one of the basic things and the most important things and and, and to your point you it needs you need time to develop that yeah um yeah. so if you have a client let's say who comes to you and and says hey my book's coming out next month is it to can you do nothing for them well uh, i i can certainly help them i because you know i mean what what does what what does it even mean the books come out that means that you hit the publish button and it's up there on Amazon. That's right. So that means it's up there on Amazon. Uh, ideally, because Amazon has this way of looking at new releases, so they have that uh, hot and new release, so they have a category. So ideally, if you are prepared and you you do your homework, then uh, and Amazon sees that sees that you have sales and reviews will end up in that category. So that will draw some extra eyeballs to your book and make it more discoverable to people. 
But if you're not there yet, that's fine. I mean, we can, the book is there. We can, you know, do whatever we need to start building buzz around it and have a release, like do a proper book launch later. Um, and the other thing is, uh, where is the author in terms of their platform? Do they have a website? Do they have the right branding? So if those things aren't in place. That's where I usually start when I when I work with an author. I've, I've helped a, an author. His name is Dale Aronson. He's just an amazing guy. He's been number one bestseller in motorcycle history since his book released in 2021. Nice. And uh, he's been doing well. I mean, uh, he has over 1.5 million page reads on, you know, on in uh, KDP Select. However, his books were, you know, the covers weren't right, the interior files weren't right, he, they, they, he needed proofreading. However, people love his stories. He didn't have a website, so he kind of threw two years out of the window because people weren't able to, to get in touch with him. He didn't have so, so that's how we started. We started by building his brand, redoing his book covers, interior files, doing a website, uh, creating the email, email marketing strategy. Uh, social media, so all that, and um, and uh, it's never too late. It's never too late to do that. I love that message. So when you're mm-hmm. working with new clients and they come to you, it sounds like the first thing you do is kind of evaluate where they are. Exactly. Yeah. See, see what, see where they are. See what assets they already have, other than the books. I mean, I, I think the website is a great asset because. You know, when I look at all these other successful people, even Dave Chesson or Mark Dawson or Joanna Penn, you know, the and the, who else is there? Um, oh, I'll remember her. But um, uh, they all talk about uh, the importance of having this, building this email list and staying in touch with these people and basically driving them to your website because that's your home. That will unless the internet out of the blue, you know, all the communication uh, stops, um, but the website is your home. So nobody can take that away from you. Yep. Yeah. And, and I uh, think your example with Facebook is such a good one, Andrea, that, yeah. that yeah. if you have your own emails through, yeah. you know, MailChimp or through your website yeah. or yeah. Which, whatever you're using or Substack, which is another great way to, yeah. to start yeah. to capture your audience. And yeah. I use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. If if you have those, then if Facebook goes down, you're not you're still in touch yeah. with your audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so back to you as a so uh, when you're evaluating where an author is in their book marketing process, do you um, ever have sticky conversations with them? Like when you say, hey, I, you know, you've got these covers and they're just not working it. Like, how does that go over? I think I was lucky because <laughs> I, I never had, I never had, uh, oh, I never good. had to argue about it. And Dale, he's a very, I mean, he knew, he knew that he, that actually we met, we were in, um, we met at a bookstore. It was a, it was a, another author's book launch event. And I said, okay, I just need to go there and just see what's going see on. See what's going on. Then, yep. Yeah. And then I heard Dale asking, oh, do you know anybody who can do book covers? And I was like, okay, I'm not doing them myself, but I have someone who's, who's doing them. And, uh, then I, uh, I looked at what he's doing and I said, you know, I think, but he, he knew, he said, I need to take my career to the next level and now I need professional help. So he was, he was ready. Yes. Yes. And, 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 
and others need to understand it's a you know it's a commitment it's commitment of, it's a commitment of time and also it's a financial commitment because uh, I know that's a that's a struggle for many people uh, in the beginning because they don't see any return on, on their money just yet with the first book although Lori did very well but she's you know she's kind of an influencer she's she's a different category of an author um uh and i'm not saying i know there are companies out there kind of ripping people off so don't go that route oh gosh yes but but there are there are good people who genuinely want to help authors and uh are reasonable reasonably priced and you know april cox that's how we met claudine so she was yeah uh she's an amazing example of of a person who knows what she's doing and she helps authors who write children's books. So she's April Cox. It's amazing if you write children's books. Yes. And we, we did an interview yeah. with her as well. Yeah. So she's okay. she's in the yeah. resource. I'll put that yeah. in the show notes exactly yeah. where to find yeah. Uh, yeah. April as yeah. well. But yeah, yeah that makes yeah. the difference. So you, you do put people in touch with experts who can help on those specific issues. Yeah. The book covers, I, I a, the... So, so yeah, I have a, I have a, you know, I work, I have a team. Basically, I work with other people, contractors, freelancers. But I'm, I'm a managing the, I'm the project manager, so I make sure that um, the other members of the team get know exactly what they need to do, and uh, I offer guidance to the to the authors, and uh, we uh, we work together. I mean, they. They are the one deciding at, at the end of the day what they want to do, but I'm there to give them the best advice. Um, I can based on their book genre as well, because that's important. And then the writing goals. That's another thing. Like people, they don't really think, okay, what's my, what's my goal here? What do I want to accomplish? What's my mission? Because that's where it all starts. And it's one thing if you want to say, okay, I want to write this book for my family to remember me and I'll just put it out there on Amazon. So that's one thing. But if you really feel like, okay, this is my calling uh, and this is what I want to do in life, then that's a different, that's a different ball game. And uh, I think also staying up to date with the industry because Amazon changes stuff all the time. There are new tools, you know, being created every day to to help authors. Um, so it's important to, to know what's happening and to know, uh, you know, what readers want, what genres are trending, um, and and uh, see where the opportunity is and and, and go there. Right. It's that, um, I know that's uh, Dave Chesson has written, you mentioned the Kindlepreneur and Publisher mm-hmm. Rocket. And you can mm-hmm. you can evaluate, you know, you can look yeah. at Amazon and you can look at Amazon as a resource and mm-hmm. do some research there as yeah. well. But to write yeah. to write a book based on your research that tells you the kind of book that people want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, wow, what a concept, right? Yeah, yeah, that's new. I mean, probably it's not entirely new. We think it's new, but yeah, I know some people, they decide, okay, I'm going to write to to market to just to make sale. That's right. I think it needs to be a, because then you write this amazing book, but nobody reads it. So I think to me, it's just finding a sweet spot between what you are passionate about, what would you love to read 
and then uh, making a making it as appealing as possible to the to the reader and the cover is part of that uh, a book a good book description is a game changer um and just remember that readers are are interested in you as an author and in your story um your story as an author is as interesting as the book or should be because when I look at some bios, I see, oh, you know, I went to high school there and I was born there. And I was, no, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> that's not what I want to read. So, right. Um, yeah, right. that's part of the branding, a, a good bio. You don't have to, you know, give the all the details of your life or you don't have to lie, but make it as interesting as, as possible. So, and then you know, do you, do, would you, could you help a client to draw out? Because people don't generally like talking about yeah. themselves. Yeah. Can you help them draw out, you know, what is interesting about them? Yeah, and I, I really love doing that. That's, so that's part of the branding when I work on, a, on the branding, which is the branding, by the way, is not just the, the logo and the fonts and the visual. The branding starts with your personality, actually, and who you are and what's your mission. And on top of that, then you put everything else. And uh, I love to interview them. I have a questionnaire that I send out and yeah, just look at that and find out the juicy stuff, the juicy stuff <laughs> in a good way and, and, and put it out there Nice. and, uh, and let people. And that's also, um, I know nowadays some authors like really rely on, on their email list and um, to sell books and Amazon ads. I see this in some Facebook group, people who are doing amazing just by doing that. But I still believe in the power of media relations and PR. Um, so when you have a good bio, then it's easier to to uh, pitch yourself and your book to a journalist because the journalist always looks for is looking for something that's interesting for their audience and then a good story to tell and a good person to interview. So when you have that bio that's crafted properly, then it's a uh, it gives you an edge compared to other people who, you know, I thought, okay, I went to high school and I, uh, okay, yeah, oh, good for you. If you didn't go to high school and then you wrote a best-selling book, well, that might now, be. Now there's a story. Now you got a hook, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so a lot of times, Andrea, I, I come up with clients that want someone, a book marketer, to uh-huh. do everything for them as far as book marketing goes, do you do that kind of service? If somebody says, you know what, I've got the money, don't have the time or the interest, do everything. Would you do that for them? Yeah, I can. I mean, not <laughs> everything myself, but yeah, I, I can. Yeah. Nice. I can get a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like to but get. You need, a ton, you, you need a ton of money for that, I'm right. sure. <laughs> because there are, there are so many pieces involved and it's not just, okay, just us, like the, our time. But then, you know, if you throw in the ads and then you just throw in some publicity, all of that. So yeah, you need, you need a, a hefty budget, I would say. Absolutely. So tell us your opinion on, uh, you, do you have a preference on what you tell clients if they should self-publish or traditionally publish? Because even if they're traditionally sure. publishing, they're still yeah. going to have to do a lot of book yeah. marketing and there's a financial component to that as well. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a, I have a short story collection that's been traditionally published with uh, um, a publisher in the Isle of Man, the UK. And when I signed a contract, they said, oh, you know, we are going to do PR and for you. And actually, they did nothing. 
Ah. So, um, uh, but I didn't have to pay for the, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I have zero investment. It was just my time and my passion for writing. So that was my investment. So when you do go that, that route, traditional publishing, then, and that if, if, if a publisher asks you for money, that's not a publisher, by the way, be there, keep your eyes open on that. So a traditional publisher will accept your manuscript if you have a literary agent or there are small presses that accept uh, queries directly from the author. So you can, but the a legit publisher will never, ever ask you for money. So you just hand them the manuscript. They will assign you an editor probably, and then you will go back and forth, and then you will have that. They will decide on the release date. They will decide on the cover. So with traditional publishing, you don't have that much control uh, on the final product. You don't have control on the release date. Uh, plus, um, they gave me 15%, I think, for the ebook. So you, you will not get, um, I mean, the royalties, if they give you a check, then you in advance, then you won't get any money until they recoup that money. Um, while as a self-published author, for example, if you price your book between $2.99 and $9.99 on Amazon, the ebook, then you get 70% royalties uh, or 50 or 60 for the paperback, which is way more than a traditional publisher would ever give you unless you're, I don't know, J.K. Rowling, probably, I'm sure <laughs> she has other deals right now. Um, so with tradition, with self-publishing, you have full control. Uh, but I would say self-publishing is for people who are really willing to learn the business aspects, because then you, you know, you do, what do you do? Do you do an LLC? Do you have, do you form an LLC? Uh, you know, there are the financial aspects of that and then you're kind of a project manager because even if you hire and you need to hire professionals at least for the book cover design interior file editing you're like a project manager so you need to manage that and you need to be really organized with your time decide okay when when I'm going to launch the book what activities do I need to do to make that a successful sell books and all that so you you have to be a project manager you have to have that left brain business oriented uh, active and then yeah you need to invest to make an investment it's like a business if yeah. you want to be successful yeah. so if you don't if you feel like you don't have the money and you don't want to do take care of business then yeah traditional publishing is it, it is easier and uh it doesn't cost that much but if you feel like yeah i can be a business person not just the writer then and you like to be in control and you are really confident that your writing is going to take off and is going to be appealing to the readers yeah self-publishing is there are millionaires out there yes yes but they they write books like crazy i mean you probably can be a millionaire with just one book Yes. I don't think even Laurie left a millionaire with some book uh, by self-publishing it. Yep. And then, you know, think about them. You have, you know, translations. You can do your book, like find a publisher for your book in other countries. 
and have have it translated in other languages and then you have audiobooks and then maybe most of the you know the, there is a lot that you can that you can do if you have that vision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if someone so, listening just wants to kind of talk through that because we're right back to goal right mm-hmm, what what mm-hmm, is your goal yeah. in polishing yeah, and yeah. what do you wish to do um do you yeah. offer that kind of service andrea that people yeah, can just i love to i love co- i love coaching so even when i you know they hire me i love to uh actually explain to them this because i want them to learn something mm-hmm. they are not they are not going to hire me for the rest of their lives or my life so as much as I can, you know, empower them and give them the knowledge and tools to then apply apply those themselves, uh, I'm I'm more than happy to do that. So there are, um, if you go to stoppublishingmastery.com, which by the way was like two years in a row was uh, was awarded the uh, best educational center in Santa Ana, California. So we got it last year, 2022, and now in 2023. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was like, okay, that's exactly because that's another, um, uh, when you when you go to the website, you see it's not exactly like a, a website that I created to uh, showcase my services necessarily. When I created it, my, my intention was to be a, sort of a publisher's weekly for independent authors. So uh, like a hub uh, hub uh, where people can, you know, connect and then uh, recommend experts. And also um, they can get insights and articles and case studies and all that and information about um, big, big conferences. But you can find the services there. It's uh, there, there is um, a page for the book marketing services and a page for for coaching and I yeah I love I love doing that nice yeah I mean it is I I like the idea that when you're publishing your own book and even mm-hmm. if you do have a traditional publisher I I, I think it's it, it's helpful to think of it as a, a side business yeah right yeah and then, and yeah. it is, and with any new business comes a whole new language. So it's okay mm-hmm. that you have to learn a bunch of, instead of mm-hmm. it being so mm-hmm. intimidating that, oh my gosh, I have so much to learn. I don't even want to mm-hmm. get started mm-hmm. just to kind yeah. of know ahead of time. It could be kind of yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it, it, it opens a whole new world and, uh, you know, that's life. I think that's life all about is for us to expand and grow and learn new skills. So so why not? Um, but you're right what you said, because I didn't address that. Even if you get a traditional publisher, typically, probably it won't be one of the top five. And the top five, usually they uh, save their marketing money for the for the authors who are already selling. So you'll still have to, to do the marketing part for you to move books so that they can get the most of the profit and you get only the tiny bit of the profit <laughs> but you still get something so 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 yeah um i know authors who are traditionally published and they still hire book publicists and sure. they still do the book marketing because and then if you don't sell the books and the, the the publisher will say oh you didn't do well so they will just drop you so right yeah. right yeah, and and how how great would it be if the authors 
were so invested in the book marketing that they started mm -hmm. to kind of partner with their publishers yeah. and they start yeah. sharing ideas because it's my mm -hmm. philosophy mm -hmm. that nobody knows your book better than you do. Yeah, and, that's it, true. and it takes somebody like you, Andrea, to get that information mm -hmm. out of them mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. to kind of show them what's possible. Yeah, you know, even for the book description, okay, I write a book description, but honestly, I cannot read all the I cannot read like oh, every book that that comes my way. So, okay, I need a I need an overview. I need a synopsis. I need something. So you tell me what are the that was the conversation with Dale. He writes memoirs and I said, "Give me the like the big things happening in the book." And that was kind of a hard thing to find. And eventually when I when I went to one of the books, it's just a a trip in a small plane from Alaska to California, no GPS, no nothing. And I said, okay, this is a, this is something that needs to go into, into the description. But that was something he didn't put in the description originally. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it is. So, really, yeah. It's worthwhile to talk it out with someone yeah. who knows what they're doing, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in every, in every aspect and in every, every, every field. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So one last question for you, um, Andrea. Um, and again, you can find Andrea at her website, selfpublishingmastery.com. Um, I'm wondering, you mentioned um, Publisher Rocket, which is a, a mm -hmm. software that, that I've talked yeah. about and written about on Substack. Mm -hmm. Love mm -hmm. it. Love mm -hmm. it. Love it. Are, are, mm -hmm. Can you think of another um, kind of tool that isn't super expensive that's very, very helpful for authors? Uh, oh, oh, off, off the top of my head right now, um, I love, so if you, uh, if you're looking for, you know, if you're in a body with editing to, to save you some money, I think pro writing aid, that's something I use. Um, and, uh, they have a lifetime membership or annual it's under hundred dollars, but then usually they would, when you go there and sign up the first time, they will give you a 20% discount. So it's really affordable. And right now they have a special feature that um, actually rephrases your sentence and it can be a uh, sensory, it can be uh, informal. So some of some of the stuff is really weird. I mean, I wouldn't. But it sounds a little it, AI, a right? A, yeah, the AI yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good tool. Um, so pro, so pro that, writing that's, that's aid. ProWritingAid.com. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's better than Grammarly. It's still not perfect, but um, but it's helpful for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Andrea. I am going thank to send everybody me. your way and also kind of highlight <laughs> all the additional, all the great advice that you're you're giving authors and how to market their books. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been an honor and a joy and. Um, I look forward to seeing you again. Sounds good. And good luck, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you are listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. You've been listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold with Claudine Walk, my Substack account, claudinewalk.substack.com. Sign up for my newsletter today.